Welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. My name is Katie Benford, and I'm the founder of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. I'm a women's embodiment coach, as well as a master manifestation coach, and it is my soul's mission to help as many women as I can become the most blissed out version of themselves. My intent with this podcast is to help you step into your internal abundance, manifest your craziest desires, and inspire you to take the very first steps into your dream life. Consider this podcast to be your weekly dose of spirituality, motivation, manifestation tips and tricks, mindset hacks, and so much more. I am so excited to be going on this journey with you to help you realize the infinite power that is already within you. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and let's create some bliss together. Hello, my beauties. I hope you are having a wonderful day. It's Katie here, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Blissing Out podcast. Um, I have a feeling that this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the others just because it's going to be very simple and to the point. So if you're wondering why this episode is so short in comparison to the other ones, uh, it's just because I really want to make these points very clear and concise. That way you can utilize them quickly and with ease. So just to give you a little bit of a life update from myself, um, I have been struggling with my own negative headspace recently, and not necessarily in every single area of my life, but in um, one area in particular, which would be my love life. It's been very hard to remain positive, and I have been utilizing a few different techniques that have actually brought me out um, of my negative headspace in regards to that. And um, it's really helped me. So I wanted to be able to pass them along to you for any of you that are struggling with a negative headspace. Um, This isn't actually necessarily in relation to relationships or your love life. Like for me, that's the negativity that I'm dealing with in my life right now. But these can be applied to any area of your life. And some of them are obvious, like some of them are going to be you know, well, no shit, Katie, obviously, I'm going to do that. But some of them are, you know, a little bit kind of like an oxymoron or a paradox, but all of them are important tools to help you get out of a out of a negative headspace. So I've actually noticed that a lot of people have been going through this, you know, negative spiral or, you know, just kind of feeling down and out and, and not really feeling uh, their best. And I completely understand why that is happening and why people are feeling that way. You know, I mean, we had a really hard year last year with 2020 and not to say that I'm not grateful for 2020 because I absolutely am and and it gave me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have had otherwise, but uh, it was a hard year and it was very, you know, eye-opening for a lot of people and a lot of people went through a lot of really hard things. So I definitely understand, you know, Going into the new year, I think everyone was kind of expecting things to change, you know, immediately or in an instant. And, you know, obviously it hasn't. So um, I understand why people are in this headspace and why people are kind of struggling right now, especially, you know, this is also about the time that people kind of fall off of their New Year's resolutions and they can actually begin to go back to their old ways of negative thought patterns, negative beliefs, negative words about their life, whatever it is. So I wanted to put out this episode today just so you can utilize um, the techniques and utilize these, you know, different ideas of how to invite more positivity into your life and begin living from love again instead of living from fear or anger or hurt or whatever it is. So 
there are going to be four different things that you can do to actually pull yourself out of this place that you're in right now, um, whether that is, again, fear, anger, sadness, and actually stepping into uh, living more from a place of love and acceptance and gratitude. And it is important to have these little tools in your mind at all times because you can apply these to any situation. You can at- apply these to maybe you're having you know a negative encounter with someone or maybe you are having a negative feeling pop up about yourself or maybe you're having a negative, you know, memory come back to the surface of your mind. And, you know, unfortunately, we're all going to have negativity creep into our lives at some point or another, because we are human and we are here to have, you know, a human experience. And that means all emotions, not just the positive ones. And I know that it can be easy within the manifestation world to, you know, tell yourself that you have to be positive all the time and that you can never have a negative emotion. And, you know, like positivity, positivity. And I want to refer to that as I'm sure you've heard as toxic positivity, because again, we are human. We're meant to have a full human experience. And if you force yourself to be happy, even when you're not, you're going to feel even shittier. You're going to feel worse. So um, with all of that being said, I'm going to dive in here Um, Just to preface this episode, I am not a medical professional, nor is the Blessing Out podcast a substitute for mental health counseling, uh, therapy, or anything else that falls under the mental health category. I am just here giving you what's worked for me, and I am giving you my tips and tricks for pulling myself out of a negative uh, mindset or a negative spiral. However, if you are struggling, please reach out to your therapist, counselor, um, anyone in your local area that uh, deals with mental health and recovery. So without further ado, let's dive in. So this first tip that I want to give you within this episode is actually very important. And this is the one that I've actually, I've learned that it can be the hardest, but it's also the most effective. So I want you to listen carefully to this because Sometimes, you know, it, it will be confusing, but I want you to hear me out on this. And this this tip honestly helps me, you know, uh, get rid of my negative emotions really quickly. And I'm telling you that it's it's very, very, very effective. So tip number one, stop trying to change the feelings. Stop trying to change the feelings. Just, if you are sad, let yourself be sad. If you are angry, let yourself be angry. If you're hurt, let yourself feel hurt. Stop trying to change your feelings and just ex- start accepting these feelings for what they are. Um, you know, you've heard me say it a million times. I continue to say it because it's so important. What we resist persists. And the more you try to force yourself to feel better or quote unquote high vibe, you know, when you really don't and you're really feeling super down and super negative, it's just going to make those feelings linger even longer and it's just going to make it a lot harder for those feelings of anger or hurt or, you know, negativity dissipate in a, in a quicker fashion. So I also like going back to the emotional guidance scale from Abraham Hicks, and they talk about choosing a better feeling thought and slowly moving up the emotional scale, um, you know, to joy and love. That's the ultimate goal is to live from that love and live from gratitude and joy. Um, But if you're at the bottom of the scale, you know, say that you are at fear or you're, you know, living in anger or rage to try to jump 
you know, to love immediately is going to feel super, super inauthentic. And you're going to fall off even worse than you would if you just allowed yourself to understand the feelings of anger or hurt. And then maybe you move up the the scale to disappointment. And then maybe you move it up to indifferent. Okay, now I'm indifferent. Now you move up to, you know, all right, I'm feeling a little bit more hopeful. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling um, very happy. I'm feeling joy, love, whatever it is. Um, it's really important that you move slowly up an emotional scale or move slowly through your emotions because, again, if you are forcing yourself or you're trying to force yourself to feel better, sometimes it can just feel really inauthentic. So stop resisting the negative feelings. Sit with them. Ask them what they need. Understand them for what they are um, just instead of forcing yourself to feel a certain way. You know, when we judge our feelings too, uh, it basically is telling our inner child that our feelings are invalid. And the invalidity of our feelings just leads to resistance of these feelings. And again, you guessed it, to what we resist persists. So they're just going to persist until you actually get in the dark with them and you sit with them and you say, you know what, I'm not going to try to make you anything but, but what you are. I'm going to sit with you for five minutes and I'm going to, without judgment, just allow these feelings to be here. I'm going to allow my feeling, myself to feel these feelings fully and just allow them. Because at this point, um, you're going to be able to let them go a lot, a lot faster. And they're just going to be moving through you instead of you internalizing these feelings and internalizing these emotions as your you know, internal representation. And if you internalize every single negative thought or every single negative emotion, you're going to have a negative internal representation of your life and of the world. So instead, just have these emotions move through you, accept them without judgment, and they are going to dissipate that much faster. So tip number two, I want you to smile. And this one seems really silly. And a lot of people, when I tell this one, they're like, okay, whatever. Like, that's just a stupid tip. But honestly, this one has has worked wonders for me too. Um, and I know it does seem kind of like a paradox. Again, I just told you not to force yourself to feel a certain way. Um, but there is a, scientist, a scientific reason behind this one. So what I've learned within my Yes Supply coaching method training is that our, our, physio our physiology can actually impact our internal state. So that means like our posture, smiling or not, if we're glaring, if we're, you know, giving a dirty look, it all actually has a direct effect on our mood. So what happens when you actually sit there and smile for around 20 seconds, even if you're not happy, your brain actually is going to give off the happiness chemical cocktail. So think like, you know, dopamine, serotonin, whatever it is, it's actually going to release those chemicals because your brain always wants your body to be in sync with how it's feeling. And your brain's going to say, well, she's smiling. She has to be happy. So I'm going to start releasing those chemicals so we can actually continue the feelings of happiness. Um, and it's a really cool trick because the typical time it takes for our brains to register a physiological change is about 16 se seconds. So if you sit there for 16 seconds and just smile, your brain is going to, again, re release those chemicals to match up your physiology with your feelings and your thoughts. And it's a really, really important and, and really helpful tip I've learned that even when I'm in a really shitty mood, if I just sit there and I stand up straight in a powerful stance and I smile for 20 seconds, I actually can feel a shift in my mood and feel a shift in my emotions and my thoughts. And I want you to try that again. Just stand up straight in a powerful stance and smile for 20 seconds and just see how your mood changes. So 
tip number three, I want you to go back to gratitude. And I know this is a complete, complete, you know, just it's said all the time, go back to gratitude, make your gratitude lists. But it can actually be really easy to let these negativity spirals take on a life of their own. But gratitude is one thing that can actually help these negative feelings dissipate as well. And I want to be clear with this one because if you force yourself to be grateful, again, you can go back to that, you know, feeling of being inauthentic and, and not honoring your feelings. So you actually have to use gratitude in a way that adds to your life and not in a way that, you know, helps you resist the feelings. So you can say things like, you know, I am feeling down right now, but I'm still grateful for my home. I'm still grateful for my car. I'm still grateful for my health. You know, you could say things like, I accept myself for feeling down right now, but I'm still grateful for my family and I'm still grateful for my job and whatever it is that you're grateful for. Just because we are feeling down doesn't mean that we can't shift our perspective to being grateful. And that's not really ignoring your other feelings. You know, you are saying, I accept myself for feeling sad right now. I accept the anger that's within me right now. However, I am still grateful for everything that I have around me that's, you know, adding to my life in some way. So the key here is not to ignore your feelings, but actually add a gratitude statement to them because this is going to help you um, accept the negative feeling and it's also going to add in a different perspective and it's going to help you shift your perspective to being grateful for all that you have. And, you know, being grateful that you actually have the emotional awareness to even accept your feelings of sadness or accept your feelings of anger, whatever it is. So it's going to help your mind see all of the beauty around you as well. And you can actually begin taking the first few steps out of the negative spiral. And gratitude is such an important aspect of our lives if you think about it. We tend to get caught up in our lives and, and forget to pause and, you know, we can be go, go, go and, and never really take a moment to look around and say, wow, I can't believe everything that I've created in my life. Like, I'm just so unbelievably grateful. Um, so always remember to pause and just be truly thankful for all that we have right now in this moment. All right. So tip number four and the last one for today, stop comparing yourself. Comparison is 100% the thief of joy. And unfortunately, when we are in a negative space, comparison just loves, loves, loves to coexist with negativity. And, you know, it is really interesting because I feel like every time I've been down uh, or, you know, been in more of a negative headspace, I constantly uh, go through, you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. And I just find myself comparing comparing, comparing, like, well, this person seems so happy and this person, you know, has this, whatever it is. But I'm telling you right now, number one, social media is completely a mirage most of the time. People are never really going to be, you know, posting consistently about their losses. They will post about their positive life experiences, which is great because again, due to the law of oneness, we are all connected and we all can, you know, create the same things in our lives. However, if you need to take a little break from social media to help you get back on track um, with not comparing yourself, do that, please. It's so important. I did it not too long ago. I took, you know, a couple weeks off of social media and it was the best thing to put myself into perspective of like, okay, I'm never going to be posting all of my losses on Instagram. Like if you put yourself back into it, you're never going to be posting all of your losses. So why do you think everybody else is posting a like true full picture of their lives. And I'm not saying that people are exaggerating their good life experiences. I really do believe that people are being authentic most of the time, but a lot of people are not showing the whole story. So always remember that. 
And if you need to journal maybe about why you're upset that someone else is getting what you want, do that. You know, do a brain dump. That is the most helpful thing that you can do is just get all of your feelings out on paper, you know, right in front of you and then rip it up. That's so empowering. When we compare ourselves, we're basically putting ourselves back into the vibration of lack, you guys. And I want to really stress the importance of comparing yourself because you are basically... By comparing yourself, you're basically taking an inventory of everything that you have in your life and everything that they have in their life and finding the things that you do not have currently, which again, puts you into the vibration of lack. So we could say, you know, God, she has what I want. That person's in love and I'm not. That person has all the money and I don't. We're basically putting ourselves back into that vibration and we're only going to receive more lack of whatever it is that we are comparing to. So it is important to trust the process and really begin to surrender to the universe. It's something that I've had to learn the hard way over the last couple of weeks, just surrendering and being like, you know what? I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers with me right now in order to see what my love life is going to be. So you know what, universe? Just show me the way. I will say yes, and I surrender. I'm done trying to force things to work. I'm done trying to force things to you know, happen. So I surrender. And again, it's a very difficult thing to do, but sometimes you just have to trust the process. And the universe is always doing things behind the scenes that you cannot even imagine. You cannot even imagine the shifts that are being, you know, taken right now and things that are happening behind the scenes that you cannot see in order for you to receive your desire. So couple more things here that I want to stress the importance of is that sometimes it does take getting into a negative pattern to be able to even experience a positive pattern. Um, you're all going to remember the law of polarity, I'm sure, because uh, I talk about it quite often. But in order to experience the good, we have had to experience the bad too. You have to experience both or else the good wouldn't be good. It would just be a thing. Like it would just be neutral. So negative patterns are not necessarily a bad thing. You know, they can also help us get really clear on what it is that we want to create. It can help us get into more detail about what we want to create. Um, so yeah, those are my tips today. But I do want to say one last thing before I go. Um, I just want you to know right now that if you are in a negative space, again, please, please, please reach out for help. Do not hesitate to call, you know, a hotline, call your therapist or another another medical professional. Reach out to a friend that you trust. Um you know, you are wanted and needed here in this beautiful world. So there is so much left for you here and you've only skimmed the surface of what is available to you right now. So take all the time that you need to give yourself grace so you can pick back up and move forward. And again, always remember that we need your light and we need you here. You are absolutely loved and 100% loved. I love you guys and thank you so much for tuning in and go spread light. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned. Hit subscribe. And as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.